tribal trails, tribal trails. The Son of God, He's near. He chose to walk with us. These tribal trails, tribal trails, tribal trails. Before he returned to his Father in heaven, Jesus talked to his disciples about the Holy Spirit. He said, And when he has come, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment, of sin because they do not believe in me, of righteousness because I go to my Father and you see me no more, of judgment because the ruler of this world is judged. Hi, I'm glad that you tune into Travel Trails. Our guest today will tell you in history, God proved what he had said about the Bible is true. Without further delay, let's join our visit with Rita and David Kanekakizik in Round Lake, Ontario. David, thank you for being with us today and sharing your testimony about what God has done in your life. Thank you. And uh, maybe we can start... Uh, Tell us a little bit about early, your earlier life here in Round Lake. Okay. I must have been around two or three years old okay. back then. There was a plane that circled around this place, landed, mm -hmm. and uh, they landed uh, and docked over where the northern Hudson Bay store used to be. Yeah. And there they came out, people. The chief back then started to talk to them. And... Uh, and he started to talk about them to the people, telling them these are the uh, missionaries that are coming to visit, and we'll allow them. Okay. And then uh, the Spirit of God worked, and then the Lord used uh, this chief to open the door in this community so the gospel can be preached. But when the... Uh, the gospel came. This chief opened the door, and they started to build houses, cabins, mm -hmm. and log cabin church. And that's where a lot of people went. Almost the whole community oh, okay. came. The living God who made heaven and earth, the sea, and everything in them. In the past, he permitted all the nations to go their own ways, but he never left them without evidence of himself and his goodness. I didn't see that happen, but I read stories and I hear, I heard people talk about it, what happened back then. Yeah. It was so interesting. Yeah. The power of the Holy Spirit working in their lives. The first thing they, they did was they loved to read the Bible. Oh, okay. They loved to read the Bible. They read the scripture. As they read the Bible, when, they, when the certain passage of the Bible didn't sink in, they ran to the missionary and asked him, what is this? And the missionary would explain to them. And also, a lot of people here smoked a lot. And um, it was good business for the store. Yeah. And once they understood that, they quit smoking. Okay. And uh, the store... I heard 
is they shipped all their tobacco ah, out of the community. Yeah, that's a changed life. That's a changed life, and, yeah. and that's how God worked. And that's where it began. And your parents came to know the Lord during My that period? My parents came to know the Lord, yes. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, plus uh, other people yeah. came to know the Lord. Would that be about the same time as Albert Tate came to know the Lord? About that, yeah. The power to change, that is what the gospel is all about. In Romans chapter 1, the apostle Paul said, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for anyone who believes. On the road to Damascus, the apostle had a personal encounter with Christ. He experienced the power of God. His life was changed. He shared that with Timothy. He said, And I thank Christ Jesus our Lord, who has enabled me, because he counted me faithful, putting me into the ministry, although I was formerly a blasphemer, a persecutor, an insolent man. But I obtained mercy because I did it ignorantly in unbelief. This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptance, that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am chief. However, for this reason I obtained mercy, that in me first Jesus Christ might show all longsuffering as a pardon to those who are going to believe on him for everlasting life. We're not better than Paul. We're all sinners. We need Christ Jesus to save us from sin and enable us to live in ways that are pleasing to God. Later on, our guest will share more about how the gospel makes a difference in his life. By the way, if you need help to start your walk with God, call us. We're glad to hear from you. Not by might, nor by power, by my spirit, saith the Lord, let mountains, mountains shall be removed. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts, let mountains, these mountains must come
my dad and my mom used to send me to Sunday school, send us to Sunday school, even uh, uh, to evening uh, Bible study. And we used to memorize uh, some scriptures like John 3.16, For God so loved the world. And I, I learned that as a young age. And uh, I still do remember that verse today. I never forget, never slipped out of my mind. And so I, uh, I still have it. So the time came uh, later on in the years, I uh, came to understand the salvation about Jesus dying for me on the cross and he forgave me all my sins and he cleansed me and I'm redeemed and, and he made me to be a righteous person. How uh, old were you then, David? When I became a Christian, I, uh, I must have been around uh, 21 years old. I uh, spent m most of a young life at not most of it at residential school, and then later on, I moved to I lived in towns working in different areas. I used to work in railroad in the mine, and even though I was living in a world up out there, I still remember about my parents back home that they are believers. So you know when I think about that, uh, I'm sure my dad and my Parents prayed a lot for me while I was there. And uh, I'm sure they didn't just leave, leave me there to hang around there. And uh, I'm sure they prayed for my safety and, uh, and my, especially my salvation to know Jesus Christ. So it came to the point that their, uh, their prayer was, was answered. So I stayed here. Uh, pastor Albert Tate was my pastor. And uh, the first time I met Albert Tate, uh, the first question he asked was, do you love Jesus? Mm -hmm. I was already a Christian. And uh, he didn't say, hello, who are you? And uh, didn't say that. He said, do you love Jesus? That was the first uh, encounter I had with Albert Tate. And he understood what the love of God was. And uh, because on one Sunday, in the fall, like, um, I think it was October, November, during that five Sundays, he preached about John 3.16. And I sat there in a the, the pew listening to him preaching about John 3.16. And I got tired of listening to John 3.16. And then uh, finally I had to go see him. And I said to, <laughs> to him, well, now it's funny, uh, and I asked, I'm getting tired of this John 3.16. I knew that a long time ago. <laughs> I have it. And then, uh, and then uh, he said, uh, I will never quit preaching John 3.16 until you understand what it means. <laughs> you, know, that's, you know, this is what I like to talk about. Yeah. And uh, a lot of us believers, we may understand the salvation. We may understand who Jesus is. We may understand that Jesus died on the cross for us. And when we receive him into our lives, that's, that's the beginning of it. The Apostle Paul describes the love of God. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable and it keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful, and endures through every circumstance. 
Prophecy and speaking in unknown languages and special knowledge will become useless, but love will last forever. And in that section of the Bible, chapter 13 of that First Corinthians talks about the love. When you start to think about that love, that love is not really the love that you and I have. It is the love of God. John 3.16, for God so loved the world. With all the struggles you, the world may have or the people may have in their lives, the addiction and all the different problems that they may have, personal problems that they may have, it is the love of God that will make a difference in their lives. It is the love of Jesus that he described how the love of God is like. And that's what I need to have. That's what I need to understand. It's not enough for me to, to say, I understand John 3:16 for God so loved the world. That's just the beginning. But growing up is to be able to understand the love of God. So I can grow. And in my life, in my spiritual life, so I, that the love that I have will grow not only me, but also in the lives of my family and my children will grow in that in their lives. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Your love, your love, your love is holy. Your love, your love is pure. done many things in your life and uh, what is one of the jobs that you really like to do? When I was a child I used to see airplanes flying oh. and, uh, and then back uh, in my mind uh, I, I said to myself I wanted to fly someday oh. and uh, so it came that I studied airplanes and went to flying school.
and uh, got my license and my commercial license. When I first uh, got my private uh, license, I, I rented the, uh, the mission plane. Oh. A small two-seater, mm -hmm. uh, so I can build up my time to get into my commercial yeah. training. Mm -hmm. They allowed me to use it. Mm -hmm. And uh, during that time, my dad wanted to visit uh, one of the communities, North Spirit Lake. Why would he want to go visit? He, he, he wants to minister there. Oh, okay. He wanted to share the word of God to the people. And then, so I took him there. Jesus asked Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, Peter replied, you know I love you. Then feed my lambs, Jesus told him. Jesus repeated the question, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Yes, Lord, Peter said, you know I love you. Then take care of my sheep, Jesus said. A third time he asked him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt that Jesus asked the question a third time. He said, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said, then feed my sheep. You were a pilot for many years. Yes. And, and are you still a pilot today? No, I'm not a pilot. I flew from 70s to 80s, no 90s. When I used to fly at different communities, I used to see uh, a lot of struggles, problems with people, young people. And uh, in about the 80s and 90s, it was a, an epidemic back then where a lot of young people commit suicide. And I saw that. So what happened then was I wanted to go to some other work, like social work. The leader of this community came to visit me, encouraged me to go on to, for education. So I did, and because he said, uh, uh, you need that to help your people. And then what happened was I, I ended up going to Prior Crest Bible College, and I studied the, uh, the, that type of work and also pastoral. So I graduated with the pastoral majors back in 1989. So that's when I started to work with the uh, agency. I applied for it. There was a job opening. And uh, so I became a social worker. So I did that for about close to 20 years. So I uh, look at the, each community and uh, became a social worker visiting families. Some of the cases were pretty tough cases. Yeah. When I knew that this is a very tough case, I, I said, Lord, you take over. Yeah. In everything I did, if it's a difficult situation, yeah. I said, take over. And there's an, an open door. There's a way you could deal with that, mm -hmm. an open door. He shows you. He shows yeah. me where to go, how to go about that. When I left, uh, you know, someone asked me, how, how, how did you do it? You lasted so long, 19 years, over 19 years. And uh, that's the reason why I lasted this long. 
is because it wasn't made of working. It is the Lord Jesus Christ beside me, helping me out to help this particular family or families who are having a difficult time. The Apostle wrote to Titus, Remind the believers to submit to the government and its officers. They should be obedient, always ready to do what is good. They must not slander anyone and must avoid quarreling. Instead, they should be gentle and show true humility to everyone. And nowadays, mm-hmm. we as Aboriginal people, we face so many things culturally as well as educationally. We struggle a lot, but if we allow ourselves to be taught the way the Bible says in the book of Titus, chapter 3, if we allow ourselves to go in that direction, we'll be successful. Yeah, to walk alongside of them. To walk alongside with our families. To support them. To support them. So we need to build them up. Yeah. Build their lives. Just what Jesus is doing in our lives. He lifts us up when we fail. Puts us up and sets us up on a rock. Mm-hmm. And we start That's walking again. Yes. Even when we're not. Yes. Yeah. He understands our struggles. Mountains are majestic And the oceans are so blue And the stars, they shine so brightly But they can't compare to you Your love, your love is holy. Your love, your love is pure. I could not live, I couldn't live without your love. Lord, I could not live, I couldn't live. his only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have life everlasting. Your love, your love, your love is holy. Your love, your love is pure. I could not live, I couldn't live. church? Yes, I'm uh, one of the leaders. Okay. I've been helping since uh, when Albert Taylor's here. Okay. You preach? I preach, yes. Yes, I went to Bible school, KBI. Yeah. Then after that I went to, like I said, I went to Prayer Crest. You have a radio station here? Yes, I ha- we have a, a radio station under uh, Native Evangelical Fellowship of Canada. And then what we do is every Sunday we broadcast it so that others will hear 
in the community. The message in the, in community, the community, yes. Yeah, yeah, in the community, yes. And that's run through the church. Run by the church, yeah. Yeah. So what other things are happening in the church to reach the people of, of uh, Weagamo? Like you have church services twice yeah. on Sunday? Twice on Sunday, okay. prayer meetings. Prayer meetings, okay. And then uh, we also have uh, uh, Bible camps in summertime for the children. Mm-hmm. We hold uh, special meetings. Okay. Um, and also we hold um, annual church conference and we invite people to come visit us, singers, preachers, and uh, to teach during those conferences. Mm-hmm. Like this time we planned for Thanksgiving uh, special service. And then Christmas time, we sometimes hold special services for the benefit of the uh, people who want to come to church. Are any of you suffering hardships? You should pray. Are any of you happy? You should sing praises. Are any of you sick? You should call for the elders of the church to come and pray over you, anointing you with oil in the name of the Lord. Such a prayer offered in faith will heal the sick, and the Lord will make you well. And if you have committed any sins, you will be forgiven. Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other, so that you may be healed. People who have problems, struggles, um, addicted addicted to drugs or alcohol, even broken marriages. No matter what situation a person may enter, Jesus can change that. If a person is willing and giving his life to Jesus, he will make a difference for him. He will help you any emotional damage you may have in your life. Jesus will take care of that. He will heal you when you ask him. That's true. So I encourage you to surrender your will to Jesus and let him take care of you. The Bible says, bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. Right now, if you have a need and like to talk to somebody about it, give us a call. Your fellowship means a lot to us. All it's silver and it's gold You have to get along with me the fair Just remember in his word How he feeds the little bird Take your burden to the Lord And leave it there If your body Suffers pain and your health you can't regain. Your soul is almost sinking in despair. Jesus knows the pain you feel, He can save and sure enough can heal. Take your burden to the Lord and leave it there. Take your burden to the Lord and leave it there If you trust and never doubt 
He will surely, surely bring you out Take your burden to the Lord Leave it there When you're in her knees, you say Your heart begins to fail Don't forget God in heaven answers prayer He will make a way for you And will lead you safely through Take your burden to the 